Welcome to Geordie Lass and Doc Sass. One day, a Geordie and a Canadian walk into a bar and decide to start a podcast about relationships and what a topic that is. No subjects are off limits. Get in touch today with us at geordielass.com or email info at geordielass.com and let us know what you think and what we should talk about. Welcome to the podcast. Hello and welcome, everyone. Hello, hello, hello. and welcome. And welcome all. Yeah. How are you? Oh, thanks for asking. Well, I'm no longer in Toronto. I'm in New York at the moment, dispatching from the apartment of uh, of me and my dude, or my dude. Very good. What's his is mine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you are the little yeah. jet set, aren't you? I know, I know. And it does feel a bit, it always feels weird to travel in pandemic, but I do feel like if there's, I do feel like things have calmed down, which is so nice. Mm. It is yeah. feeling well you know the americans are like it's normal they kind of just declare mm. it normal which is weird you know because as a canadian we're still very cautious here they're scrapping mask mandates they're like we're back to normal um yeah. there was this comedy thing of like so saturday night live basically saturday night live the last episode um last saturday they said well so new york city has just announced that they're scrapping the mandates which means that they're scrapping uh you know where the where the bouncer at the bar has to pretend to look at your vaccine certificate so that (laughs) i'm like and we were down here and i'm like oh my god they really are pretending like everyone's like (laughs) whatever (laughs) yeah the path of least resistance. We're just lazy as human beings. Oh my right? God, we're we such want, lazy. We want an easy life. Oh my, we want an easy Give me life. an easy life. <laughs> that makes sense. Totally. Yeah. 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 So that's, that's kicking off. Yeah. Oh, How are you doing? Wow. Yeah, I'm, I'm all right. I'm a lot better than last week. I've, um, I'm limiting my news intake, although um, oh. I do, I am still kind of keeping up to date, but um, yeah, I've definitely got to limit kind of what I do. I still think it's, um, just ridiculous um mm. what is happening around the world but i am trying not to um to let it absorb and take over yeah so, yeah 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 i did something brand new yesterday for the <gasps> first time oh what i went to a sound bath <gasps> i have never heard about this what's that <laughs> so i didn't really know what it was either but basically you go and lie down in this hole for an hour and this guy play, <laughs> plays all of these um, lovely kind of gongs and um, lovely chimey bowls, you know, like the, yeah. um, I don't know if it's Chinese or Tibetan or, yeah. but the, the kind bowls. of, the bowls, yeah, yeah, where they kind of ding them and the, yeah. the you get all of the vibrational sounds of all of these um, musical things that he plays and he plays this basically for an hour wow. um he said he got in the zone actually and it went over a lot longer than an hour but wow. um he, so you basically just lie down and relax and let the vibrations just kind of um transmit through your body wow. and apparently the vibrations stay with you for a few days so it's supposed to bring you lots of peace and healing it's just like a different form of meditation really Damn. um but yeah, it was it was great. Oh my gosh, that sounds amazing! It's a bit it's a bit weird when you try something new for the first time, isn't it? Because you kind yeah. of think, is it? And because you don't know what time it is either, you think, well, how long does it? How long does it last? Does it? Are, are we kind of halfway through? Or are we not? It took a little while, I think, to settle into it uh-huh. to like really relax because you've not really done it before. But it's a bit like a really extended lovely um yoga ninja you know the um nice lovely relaxing peaceful bit at the end yeah. of yoga 
take an extended version of that without the yoga on the front <laughs> and some lovely little gongs wow. and um and nice sounds oh wow so yeah that's great in the vibration i have never actually heard about something like that that's really cool yeah wow so, yeah, so it's a new experience it's always good to nice. try something new oh nice oh my gosh that's awesome mm. oh nice yeah. wow yeah very cool so yeah i think i'm still quite relaxed from that Oh, very nice. Good, good, good. Oh my God. I feel like I want to do that. That sounds amazing. Yeah. I'm coming up on uh, my uh, contract or the, this particular clinical job is ending. And mm. so and I'm going to be going off for a few weeks on on travels and I should probably want to do some exciting stuff like that to really like reset yeah. and cleanse my brain of yeah. a lot of stress. Yeah, yeah this I is great. It's, it's- it's good to just try different relaxation methods isn't it and see what you yeah. like and explore different things and it we do we find it really hard for the brain to switch off and to stop having this monkey conversation or yeah. passing thoughts that seem to come in and go quite frequently and it's really difficult to to turn the brain chatter off yeah yeah so it's good to have something that just helps to channel that yeah and facilitate it oh absolutely awesome well thank you for that and and then okay so i'm curious if the relationship desk of love is coming from a particularly zen space this week well not zen space but i thought i'd share some local some local relationship news oh nice okay all the way from dispatching in from jersey yeah (laughs) so there were some um there were some changes in um on a legal footing to the age that you could get married Oh, so the marriage age in Jersey has recently been increased from 16 to 18. Aha. And there was also some changes in local law that say you can no longer give your child a confusing or embarrassing or offensive name. And apparently previously you could go and register your birth without even giving a name. Oh, which is just <laughs> slightly bizarre and no longer can you do that. So if you're not registering with a name, the registrar is entitled to be able to give your child a name for you. Wow. OK, so. um, So, yeah, so there's been some legal changes, which mean that um, around kind of the age that you can get married, but also um, how we register um, names of children. Wow. So oh nice it did get me thinking about what age you could get married so i was having a little read about <laughs> then what the ages are like around the world and yeah. um some places are like 21 to get married so mm-hmm. you have to be 21 other places with parental permission you can get married as young as 12 and 14 in the u.s yeah which just seems bonkers yeah no it's it's insane it's so um we were actually out with a friend over the weekend and his very smart daughter has been like his daughter is like 17 she and she's mm. well above her time so she, she actually brings her dad you know kind of tidbits and and trivia about these various marriage ages so she's been researching in the southern states and there's insane it's kind of like you can marry your kid off at 12 or 13 if you get two parents permission and the priest yeah which is super sketchy like that. And, th- and those laws exist today and they've yeah. even been challenged successfully. Yeah. Well, there was somewhere, I don't know, I think it might have been Lebanon or somewhere like that there was, it, where I was reading. And I don't know if it's still the case because it said the source was from 2011. So it may have, I would only hope that things have changed. But there was somewhere I was reading about where it said you could get married um, 
as young as nine, as long as you'd had puberty. Oh my. Mm-hmm. And it's just kind of, it's all just a bit scary. Yeah. I mean, it definitely reflects like pre-modern era, right? Like, yeah. yeah. So a lot of it was linked to religion. So it was link, linked to, as you say, having that kind of additional permission. Um, but certain religions and certain customs would be more open to um, to marriages at a younger age. It also said places where the marriage rate was, um, there was a low take-up of, of marriage, then um, they were more inclined to turn a blind eye as to when people got married um. and what age they were because they wanted to encourage marriage. Mm. so yeah so it turns out there's a lot of sketchy business around marriage <laughs> around is. the world and oh who would have known but totally. no longer in jersey you must be 18 to get married <laughs> very nice very nice excellent i'm very glad oh man that's isn't that wild sorry mm. the nypd is chiming oh, in but the new york silence i know i know they used to make a regular appearance, appearance i know mm. and there's sometimes toronto has the fire department but no new york it's always it's the it's the og of uh of siren interruptions <laughs> yeah i was reading something this morning about um water intake so i hence i'm drinking a lot of water today yeah um and this woman had done loads of um she'd done this challenge about trying to drink a gallon of water a day so i had to look up what a gallon was in in kind of metric and that's four eight, liters eight pints Oh. Yeah, so eight pints or four litres. Yeah. Um, which is a lot of water. And she said the biggest drawback was um doing that in New York when there were literally only three clean toilets. <laughs> oh, like if she were on vacation here, yeah, it's hard to find. Yeah. So like being out and about in New York oh, yeah, and no. not finding so she said she really wanted an app that told her where all of the clean and vacant toilets were. Oh my gosh, the drinking <laughs> stations, you're right. Yeah. Yeah. Which is the interesting thing is that New York City water is like some of the cleanest, but you're mm. right. You have to actually have a reputable tap. <laughs> yeah, no, I think it was more about the bathroom facilities than where she was going to get the water from. It was where she was going to drop the water back off in. <laughs> I can absolutely. Yeah. Oh, exactly. Oh, my gosh. I get it. I get it. Oh, my God. She's going to drop the water back off. That's very sly, Sarah. Way to go. <laughs> oh, my gosh. That's awesome. Oh, man. So, yeah. Mm. Wow. Nice. There you go. Well, yeah. Of interesting facts this week. I feel like we're all caught up. Mm, That's awesome. Indeed, indeed. <laughs> Should we oh, um, hop along to a hot topic then? Yeah, let's go. Let's okay, go. let's do it. So today's hot topic is marriage reality. oh talking to the two veterans here (laughs) (laughs) so this topic came up um centered around a a program that i like to watch which is married at first sight and somebody raised this hot topic with me because they said the show really helps to to demonstrate in quite a short space of time and obviously it's in quite an artificial um setup and surrounding because not many people get married and have not met their partner. <laughs> <laughs> so, but it kind of really demonstrates the preconceived ideas that we go into right. about marriage and then actually what the reality is. Now, this program is, is, as we say, an artificial surrounding. However, it is kind of like that a little bit in real life as well, isn't it? Where you go into a um, to a relationship, you with a view to getting married you've got a view about how that's going to be mm-hmm. and then you kind of step into it and it's not always 
the same. There are oh, some differences. God, yes. <laughs> yeah, and the thing is, remember, I think the biggest thing as I was sort of, as I think about this is, um, because it's a marathon, because if you're lucky to live a while, like it's just mm. so long. Like if marriage yeah. were shorter, <laughs> then there wouldn't be as many surprises. I think the 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 duration and what can happen over that duration mm. and what's required to take it over the duration is the biggest shock. Yeah, I think because I, I was pondering on this this subject and we have some really clear views about what we we've got a lens that we all kind of view the world through. And and I think often when we're going into marriage, we're not really thinking about it from the point of view of the things that we're going to be doing. <sighs> I think we're kind of going into it with a view of, of how the relationship's just going to magically be and what our partners are going to be like. And we don't really ever think about what we're going to be like and the type of spouse we're going to be. We're, Absolutely. We're, we're just kind of thinking about this, this environment. What we're going to get. Yeah, like that's just magically going to happen. Yeah. Yeah. And we don't really think of it as being something that's going to require any responsibility or effort or um, acknowledgement on our part. Or growth or change on our part. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, totally not. I mean, that's the essence of what we coach in. And part of our validation is like, don't don't beat yourself up. Like nobody yeah. thinks about this. And there's like vows that are like, oh, we'll go through the good times, and the bad times. Nobody actually thinks of the bad times. Yeah, I mean, you're not really kind of, it's hard, isn't it? I don't know how many people really, really think about the vows in such a way as to what that might mean yeah. in various different stages of your life. So yeah. all the, th- like the big ticket items like illnesses or um, being made redundant or having, you know, problems with fertility or yeah. like any of those challenges that life throws at you. We're not really thinking about how, what sort of a spouse we're going to be in those situations. Because mm-hmm. we're too busy thinking about how lovely the wedding's going to be, yeah. who's going to come, <laughs> yeah. how the honeymoon's going to be, how we're going to feel afterwards. And they're lovely things. Yeah. And I felt great when I got married. I thought it was just beautiful and wonderful and felt all wrapped up in it and felt like things would never change. Mm. Clearly they did because <laughs> 11 years later we got divorced. Um, <laughs> but you kind of, you don't, mm. it's almost like when we talked about having a baby the other week, we didn't talk about, you know, you think about that kind of the joyfulness, the romanticness of it all. Yeah. And you don't think beyond that. Oh my gosh, Totally. Totally. So yeah, that's the stuff of our coaching is like when you start to finally wake up and be like, holy shit, what is going on here? That's when the real work begins. Like that's almost like T zero of your relationship Mm. is when you realize that like, oh yes, there's more going on here. Yeah. Uh And what's really hard is to not interpret that as we're broken, we're mismatched. We need to go Mm. out and find somebody else. Like that's like the, the, because we're not prepared. So we're like, oh So it, it, so if we just hook up with somebody else, we'll be fine. Yeah, and I think that's the thing, isn't it? It's about saying, well, actually, what is the situation? What's happening? Where are we at? Instead, there is that natural reaction to just go, well, we're not compatible. Yeah, Clearly, we thought we were and we're not. Therefore, we need to, the only option is then to part ways. And find somebody else who yeah. will be better. Yeah. Who doesn't end up being better? <laughs> or something <laughs> like um, somebody who I can find who we don't fight. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And oh. that is the thing. So we've got this 
unrealistic expectation before we go into a marriage that it's just going to be harmony so you think about yeah when I think about all the things that I would have described oh we're going to be kind of blissful together yeah we're going to have a lovely harmonious relationship we're so connected therefore what could possibly go wrong like yeah you know we're always going to feel this way oh so there's that yes. kind of whole expectation of actually nothing's ever going to change this is going to be us now yeah and we're set for life and we don't need to do anything else we don't need to you know the search is over we found mm. exactly what we need yeah oh my god there's almost <laughs> kind of like a finite thing isn't there which oh my god I'm going is, through this... like oh man these are so ridiculous and I'm I have every one of these misinterpretations mm. it's crazy it is so mm. true harmony and you know because when I've hit rough patches it feels so patho- pathologic it feels so it feels like it shouldn't be happening it just mm you feel broken your relationship feels broken it's got this sort of get out this is bad sort of feeling to it and but in certain circumstances if you stay and you work it actually that's the stuff of it that's actually what the 70 year you know marriage anniversaries are made of Mm. they you didn't get 70 years with like just like harmony and roses every single day there was some shit yeah and when you think about your own life as a human being and your life kind of before you've even, before you meet somebody and get married, you'll have had, I don't know, depending on what age you are, somewhere between nine and mm-hmm. <laughs> nine and 20 odd years. No, but, you know, generally kind of, let's say you're, you're 25, 30, something like that and you get married. Then you've had a long kind of, you've had a long life, haven't you, where lots mm-hmm. of things will have happened to you. Mm-hmm. Some of those things would have been good, some of them... Uh, not so good some of them would have been challenging some of them would have been confrontational yeah but the the thing is because we're doing it with one constant person then Mm -hmm. and we can check ourselves we can have a conversation we can bury ourselves we can we're we're not having to do that in a way that's compatible with somebody else Mm -hmm. so the life then when you're married of course of course you're going to face all of those same things but you're Mm -hmm. doing it when you're also trying to have a life that's compatible with somebody else at the same time Mm. so it just throws an extra thing in the mix and then you have some kids as well (laughs) oh yeah and then there's their their shit to deal with too (laughs) yeah i'm just thinking about so it's not easy stuff and i was just uh um thinking about folks who decide that you know monogamy and marriage is not their thing and whatever and like ah for good reason like marriage is (laughs) i mean it would lead many to say, why would I bother? Why would I bother taking this Mm. on? Because it's just, man, it's some hard shit. And yeah, people these days, the the youngsters, a lot of them are choosing not to to do this. Yeah. Yeah. But I think there are are clearly some um, pros to it. Otherwise, we wouldn't have so many people who still embark on it, who still want to connect. (laughs) On the collective delusion yeah exactly exactly <laughs> yeah and and take that on and I think yeah. so whilst we do talk about the fact that there does need to be some work that's involved um there's also if you can get that combination right if you can if you can look at your responsibility in a relationship if you mm-hmm. can if your partner can do the same and you can have a bit of a meeting of minds where you can have some 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 good discussions I mean 
What What's really interesting and fascinating about watching this programme, and I am mildly obsessed as, as usual <laughs> anytime they bring out a new one, yep. is watching the interactions between them mm. and watching how we we bring a certain um, energy or a certain backstory and that then plays out in the actions and the uh, the words that we use with each other and, and the things that we do. So there's one particular couple who um, who just have not hit it off at all mm-hmm. because she can't get beyond a certain point that if something that's happened. So she's not able to move forward to any sort of reconciliation because she can't let go of what's been done. Wow. And it's a really, um, and that's, that has something to do with things that have happened to her in the past, right? Yeah. And then a, a partner that she's been matched with, he shows a particular side of vulnerability, of sharing emotions, which is generally, you get that kind of the opposite mm. way around and she's not doing that. So there's this kind of clash where they're just not able to see each other's perspectives at mm. all. She's not able to open up. He's not able to see her perspective and vice versa. He, she's not able to listen to him being open because that's not what she wants. Mm. So she's got her kind of hands up and halt in the situation. Mm-hmm. And he then finds it difficult because he doesn't know where to go with it and he doesn't know how to move on. Mm-hmm. So they're at this stalemate position. And you see this a lot, don't you, in relationships where we've each got our defensive position or we each think that we're right in a situation and we can't move beyond that. And that is then the kind of detriment. But if we can sit and really work on unpicking that part mm-hmm. and getting that combination of, of conversation going yeah. and understanding for each other, then you start to unlock the formula, which means you yeah. can have more of a successful relationship and oh, successful man. marriage. So funny because I was in that same stalemate yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> You're just describing my yesterday. <laughs> I, was, I was like, damn, stalemate. And it's really I know what hard, that feels though, like. Isn't it? Yeah, totally. It, is, it yeah. is so hard to be in that situation. Yeah. Because you can't, it is, it feels impossible to move on. Well, and the thing is, and you you feel trapped. You're like, man, I think yeah. I'm right and I'm sticking to it. And I'm like, yeah. ah, that's not the path to liberation. <laughs> is no. it? Yeah, it's not the path to liberation. Man. Yeah. And it's not always about just letting go kind of regardless because I think if you let go of everything too much too often all you're doing is suppressing something for another day and then you're checking out and you don't want to check out that's not good yeah yeah but it is about trying to find out why the situation is bothering you so much so what is it about and that's when explanations come in the communication this is bothering me I can really tell this is bothering me yeah and these are the reasons why and that's when you start to get greater understanding. Mm, yeah, totally. So there's a couple of things I think that can be helpful as you're as you're working with folks who've kind of reached this place where there's a stalemate. They're mm. kind of realizing the glorious recognition that <laughs> that it's hard. Harmony is not a, a measure of success in a relationship. So, mm. what kind of things would you sort of reflect, mirror, or bring up with a mm. couple? So that they could sort of get an understanding of sort of what's going on there. Yeah, it's really good to go back to that expectation, isn't it? I think this whole topic is fascinating of, of the reality of how things are. Mm-hmm. Because very often the the discomfort or the dishappiness comes from the fact that we went into it thinking something was going to be different uh, to the way that it is. Yeah. 
So if we can start to unpick that part of it that says, okay, what did you expect? How did you, um, you know, how did you think things would be? What did you think a typical day would look like or a typical week or right, what right. are the things that you thought would be happening that aren't happening? Mm-hmm. And then you start to understand that in a bit more detail on both sides with, with both parties of the relationship. And then you can start to look at, well, what are the key things in that? What are the most important parts of those to you? Because not everything will will have sort of equal measure of, um, I guess, of a trigger of happiness for you. So some things will be more important than others. So let's look at the things that are really, truly crucial yeah. that for you feel like a deal breaker. Uh. Um, and then it's okay, well, how do you, how can you get, how can you create some of that for yourself and what is it that you're really expecting from your partner? Right. And 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 usually it's like, I want to feel a certain way. So yeah. is it, so who's, whose job is that? Yeah. <laughs> oh my God, yeah. again, that's like yesterday for me. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm it really is true though. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but it yeah. is really true. It's like, yeah. I mean, we do go in, we can go into relationships with an expectation that the other person will fix everything that's wrong with me. Right, right, Or right. everything that I ever felt was wrong in past relationships, which is generally something. Or that, in, in your family of origin with your parents. Exactly, yeah. So it just goes back. If we trace things back far enough, it's a need that was missing earlier on in childhood that you haven't fulfilled for yourself and you mm-hmm. haven't recognized or you haven't moved on from. So a lot mm-hmm. of the time it's things that aren't, they're not actually even true anymore. Yeah. But we can't let go of the trauma that created them. So if we can let go of the trauma, actually the weight and the energy that it held before probably isn't even probably isn't even there in your present day relationship. It's more the memory, the trigger of the memory. Mm-hmm. You know, what's coming up there too, for, you know, you know how you keep, and it, this is so important, you know, partners, we, we all change. Your partner might not yeah. be the total jerk that they were a while back. Yeah. Like what if you were to open your heart to the possibility that they might've changed? Mm-hmm. Cause we're keeping on to the trauma. We're keeping on to like, you always do this. And it's like, well, but yeah. what if, what if they, they're not that person? What if they don't do that anymore? What if they yeah. stopped doing that five years ago? Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. We do create this, this story, this profile of who we think somebody is. We do it with everybody in our life. Right. Yeah. And the reality is that the, the, some of those things will be, will be like that and others won't be. Oh man. <laughs> I just feel like I have to do the school of life like all the time. And it's <laughs> the other thing too is like, again, like give grace for like, it seems so clear, but then three months down mm. the road, you'll be like in the shit storm again. And you'll be like, you know, with the same infantile thoughts. Yeah. And well, we have to be reminded yeah. of this all the time. But the, well, the problem is though, that these things, when we have these triggers, they can come out of the blue where we think we've dealt with something or we think mm. that we're over something. And then you know, and it will will have an experience, and all of a sudden, yep, shit, we're right back there again. <laughs> shit, back and it's there. Like, how did how did how did I do this? Yeah, I'd sorted this out like a long time ago. How am I here again? Right. So there is that, and and I think we can do a lot of work to process things, to come to terms with things, to to rationalize and recognize, and have that greater awareness. It doesn't mean to say it's never going to come and bite you on the arse every now and again, just <laughs> yeah. to give you a bit of a wake up call. Well, and also to take us off our pedestal, because like life will always smack us around. Like there's no, we're not finished learning the lessons. Yeah. 
yeah. it, it's funny because um so I have a client and he so part of like finding his journey of finding a relationship we he created this perfect 10 list like what would a perfect 10 relationship look like yeah. and um so he created this list and then he proceeded to meet several women and we were doing great work and measuring you know like you know is your perfect 10 being fulfilled and not just like what they bring but like what you guys create together yeah <clears throat> then he really fell head over heels for this one girl and she there were many ways in which she did not meet the perfect 10, but he's like, Oh, but this, that, and that other, the relationship played its course. It was an absolute shitstorm. It was just a cluster broke apart. And now he's like, man, I thought I'd learned my lesson, but I have to keep, because I, I think why he's beating himself up. He's like, but I thought I learned this lesson. I thought I was done. I thought I was already sorted out. Mm. And it's like, Nope, friend. That's the beautiful yeah. thing about life. It keeps reminding us that we're still totally mm. fucked up. <laughs> and then we still have stuff to learn and we, yeah, we've learned it and we'll probably have to learn it 50 times before we actually learn it. And that's okay. Cause it makes us human. It does. It does. But I think also we need to have some perspective and, and reality check on it all that, you know, there is hope. There's always, whilst we talk about the fact that we're learning lessons, it's not kind of like, I mean, this isn't 10 times a day, mm-hmm. every day of the week, you know, there are, we will often be caught off guard by something because we thought we dealt with it and Mm. and generally you know there can be weeks or months or whatever that go by where you're not triggered by something or something hasn't happened so we've got to take the beauty that's in between as well ah yes you're right yes you're right (laughs) yes there is there is that yeah my cadence is usually every two weeks Uh, but the time between every two weeks is really great yeah Yeah. so true if we're always waiting for the thing that's tripping us up then we're ready for it and we notice things more than Uh um, switching focus to be waiting for the strengths and the positives and the things that we're grateful for yeah yeah shifting towards a positive bias yeah cool yeah awesome so in summary it's not all what it seems it's not but lean into the discomfort yeah yeah I think check in with yourself about uh, the things that are coming up. Check in for the stumbling blocks that um, that are there, especially the ones that keep coming back because yeah. they're coming back because there's just a little bit more to do on that. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. And yeah. But it, I am still pro-marriage, right? So um, mm-hmm. I'm always going to say it's still a good thing. Yes, yes. I, hmm, maybe that's for another podcast. I think yes. <laughs> But I am really curious about a growing trend of very, very fluid arrangements. Mm. It kind of makes me feel a little bit like a boomer, a little bit. Like I, 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 I'm certainly, you know, pro marriage. That's why I'm, I'm sort of in my relationship. But um, I am curious, like if, if we're going to be doing this forever, because yeah, that's for another podcast. Mm. Tune it in. It is. Yeah. Okay, we'll pop that one on the list. <laughs> but I, I do say that, like when. When when you can pull stuff off together, it feels freaking incredible. I think there's nothing better than having, and this this connection can come not just from from marriages or um, relationships of, that are intimate. It can come from from friendships as well. I, there's nothing better than knowing, you know, some people are really lucky that they've got it in their family environment. There's nothing yeah. better than knowing that somebody's got your back and there's somebody to go through something that you're struggling with. Mm. Um, to know that you've got that support and that connection with yeah. with another human being, 
I think there is nothing better than that feeling because the equally there's nothing better than that feeling of being alone like you have nobody that yeah. is there when you are going through your darkest days word <laughs> totally yes so, yes yes I think that's why we stick through it and I, and I think as human beings so whether we're pro-marriage or not or whether we think marriage trends will change as human beings we absolutely cannot survive without connection. Yeah. It's inbuilt in us. It's part yeah. of who we are. We've talked about this before on the podcast. Loneliness is a bigger killer than some of the other diseases that we face as a society yeah. because we're built for connection. Yeah. It's We've talked about how when you've got connection, when you've got happiness, when you can reach out to other human beings, you'll live longer. It extends life. It, it's there. It's in our makeup. Yeah. Yeah, And that's, I think, why we still all seek a happy relationship because there's nothing better than that bond. Because you can have it to a certain extent with friendships, but there's there's something that's different when you've got that intimate connection too. Yeah. Layered on the top. Oh my gosh, yes. Yeah. See, and that's why I'm still for marriage. <laughs> yeah, well, I will say it because I... I, I I don't know. I, I think I think we need to get off into the boxing ring for to to really sort of because like what I will say is like I absolutely agree with you that connection is fundamental to our existence and that connection takes hard work with if you're going to connect with community with family with friends of yeah. friends that you've chosen a lifelong friends um, that it takes work for sure and there'll be blow ups and there'll be hard times for sure like the yeah. the key of it is. Connection is essential to our existence and it's not easy to create and maintain connection. It takes a lot of hard work and it's rewarding. <laughs> yes. Sold. <laughs> yeah, totally <All> sold. Right. <laughs> I feel like we could, uh, we could talk for a long time on this. So. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Would you like a question? Yes. Let's do it. Okay. which may upset marriage reality. <laughs> My partner has some annoying habits. I know I love her, but I really don't know if I can put up with this. Please help. Oh, So that's a classic about marriage reality, isn't it? Oh. Is we're kind of, or even, yeah. you know, you move in with somebody and or you start to spend more time together yeah. and you realise that the kind of the best foot forward that they were sharing before maybe isn't the full picture and there's half the right. jigsaw that's still in the box that <laughs> once it's put together you're less keen on <laughs> or their annoying habits were always there but you didn't find them annoying yeah 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 potentially yeah yeah because yeah. those like socks or the fact that they never clean the bathroom or their weird sucking noises in their teeth like you were mm. like oh that's kind of whatever okay yeah yeah Oh my well, gosh. You didn't even hear huge. them. You know, you just, you tune some things out, don't you? You do. And then when they stop yeah. tuning that out, oh yeah. man, this, so this is mm. an inevitability. I don't know of a single relationship that doesn't have like super annoying habits because we all yeah. think we're awesome and that yeah. we don't do anything annoying, yeah. but we are all super annoying people. I got into trouble for leaving something lying around and it's my own house. <laughs> oh wow yeah <laughs> and that was in the last week like that's breaking in the last news 24 hours <laughs> oh my god see 
See? <laughs> Even you're annoying. That's awesome. Ooh, apparently so. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's 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 interesting, isn't it, annoying habits? Because one thing, to, to me, something that isn't going to be, I'm not going to be bothered by something at all, then, um, you know, somebody else would, could, could be massively bothered because right. we're all just so, so different. You know, some people have really weird kind of stresses, don't they? Like they can't, mm. they can't abide by other people's feet or, um, you know, like we've all got little things that we don't totally. like, little foibles of things that we don't like other people doing. Um, I get annoyed if everything gets stacked on the top and doesn't just go in the dishwasher when it's empty. Yes. Equally, I probably annoy other people by some of the actions that I take. So, yeah. Again, it's about, I guess, linked to the kind of hot topic. It's about trying to find some sort of harmony and, and respect, I guess, for each other. Mm-hmm. But where do you draw the line? Because oh, yeah. if somebody has something that they actually enjoy doing, but mm-hmm. you find that an annoying habit, where do you draw the line? So that, I love that you say that because, you know, what if um, excessively talking at a party, right, is yeah. that annoying habit? And it gets you guys there later and you don't, you're not able to leave because, but what if that person who loves chatting at a party is like, that's who I am. I'm a vivacious, boisterous person. I love doing that. (gasps) Yeah. Yeah. Who's right and who's wrong? Like, Oh, this is the hardest because you can stake a value in that or stake. Well, that's my personality. If you don't like it, Mm. that means you don't like me. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. (gasps) All right. So you can see that it takes two to tango and there's some work to be done on both sides here because, yeah, you know, this annoying habit, whatever it is, right? I mean, if if we were just coaching the person who asked the question, then we would sort of talk about, well, you know, being in choice. Is it something mm-hmm. that, you know, there's so many options. Do you just accept it, yeah. move on, find ways to sort yeah. of tolerate? Is it something that you try to sort of work with your partner to sort of explain, yeah. like, this is the kind of impact it has and this is what might happen if you were to do things a bit differently and how I would show up in a better way. So there's so many different ways to sort of approach it, but wouldn't it be interesting to do this as a couple? Well, it would. Uh However, if you've never discussed any of these annoying habits before (laughs) and suddenly you're going through this um, exercise of sharing openly the habits that you find annoying about each other, Uh uh-huh. That you've all previously kind of lived with. So you've lived with as a couple because you haven't shared them. Mm-hmm. And then you're suddenly asked to share them. That's when it kind of all gets a little bit dicey. I mean, this is kind of like the surprise that you don't actually like getting. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's the gift yeah. I'm not interested in. Yeah, much. it's the gift you're not interested in. Yeah, 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 yeah. So what would your approach be? Any questions or clarification that you would need from this person? There's something about, um, so that my partner has some annoying habits. So there's more than one habit, (laughs) but there's love there. So there is a kind of, I really, you know, I really love them. There's something, it sounds to me like this person hasn't raised it at all. Mm. It sounds like it's reached some sort of crescendo where Mm. I can't tolerate it anymore. And I'm trying to keep a lid on the, I'm trying to keep the genie in the box, but the Mm. genie's ready to escape and, and I, so it sounds to me like there hasn't even been a conversation. So there's been a kind of self-containment of trying to deal with it without exploding. Mm-hmm. And But they're reaching that point where they can no longer tolerate it. So my question mm. would be, what have you done so far then to raise this with your partner? Mm. What conversations have you had? How was it met? 
Have you been ah. in this situation before? I'm wondering if there's any kind of history there. Yeah. Oh. Like, have you been in this situation and you've raised it and it hasn't gone well and therefore you're terrified of the results? And you're assuming so it's just not going to go well again. Yeah. 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 So is yeah. there a, you know, some kind of past assumption there that you're working into your current relationship and how is that affecting how you're showing up and how you're communicating? Oh, nice. Good. Yeah, mm. yeah, nice. Because, you know, yeah. and this will jolt the person into believing that it's all about their partner because it's not. A lot of this is yeah. is about them. Yeah. 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 Oh, nice. I think it's it's also about, you know, when we think about the response, what responsibility have I got in this situation? Mm. Is the habit really that annoying? Is that, am I being mm. in any way um, kind of, you know, overemphasizing what's happening here? Mm. Could, could that, is that a possibility? So not asking that question from a judgment point of view, but mm. just from a, a self-awareness point of view. Mm. Are you, you know, are you justified in being annoyed by this is there anything any mm. part of it that isn't justifiable or what is the annoyance saying like what is that feeling of annoying because annoying yeah. usually means you want to push it away and make it stop because it's coming up with something uncomfortable to you yeah yeah mm -hmm. which means that there's there's a meaning there's something that's placed on it there's a triggering of something yeah going mm -hmm. back to that example of the party is it that I don't feel like my partner respects the fact that I want to go home at a certain time because I'm tired? Or mm. is it that I'm, I'm telling myself that my partner thinks I'm just boring because I don't want to stay and chat forever? So are there any hidden messages that I'm oh. believing to be true that aren't true, potentially, oh. um, that are steeped in the back of this annoyance? Yeah, gosh, yeah, totally. And you get the feeling that this person will be quite surprised to have their question, the lens shone back on them because yeah. it's the focus is always put on the annoying habit. And then we talk around yeah. the annoying habit and you're like, no, no, mm. no, the annoying habit. That's not the centerpiece of the room here. Yeah. So it might surprise people to be like, oh, wait, this is actually diving quite deep. I, I'm I thought we were talking about like, you know, it's somebody eating with their mouth open. Yeah. Which is annoying, by the way. <gasps> it is. It is. <laughs> It is. Mm -hmm. <laughs> we always have like the little things that don't we like um yeah. that I don't know, the the leaving the toilet seat up or the lid off the toothpaste, they're regular things that come up in relationships, right? Yeah. It's the the kind of haphazardness of, of life that happens where mm. one person's just not really that asked about that sort of thing and the other person is. Yeah. And you know, and I guess in this scenario it could just be that it's little things like that that over time have built up and mm. um you know, like, I mean, I, I've got two teenage kids, right? Like, super annoying. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So things like, I don't know why my son decides that it's okay to leave the cupboard door open when you get a glass out of it. What is that all about? Oh. It's not that much effort to shut the door. I don't know why you wouldn't do that. <laughs> so I can sit there and yeah. get annoyed about it or I can yeah. just shut the cupboard door. Mm -hmm. And, you know, what does it take to just shut the cupboard door in that situation? Not a lot, really. There are occasionally some words around, is there any possibility that we could shut the door? <laughs> so yeah. there are occasionally some of those discussions as well. But, yeah. you know, it is, we've all got little things that we do. Um, oh. And it's just, I think it is just trying to raise some sort of awareness. It's having some questions. Yeah. It's checking in about, the, you know, why does it bother me so much? Is that, is that kind of, is it a big deal? Is it not a big deal? I don't yeah. know. 
And I think it's something else might be, okay, well, let's, let's explore what might be, what might your partner find annoying about you? Because yeah. it can be really helpful. And again, it can inspire humor and can help yeah. you to look at yourself a bit less seriously is to mm. start to, and you might even crowdsource, you know, like what are the things, there was something super interesting in a, in a coaching session recently where um I'm working with a couple and there's this fixed narrative on both sides of like, you're always like this, you always do this, and I'm always having to do mm. this. And one thing came up, surprise, surprise, it was around intimacy, where the partner realized that their partner has been lifting a heavy weight all this while because mm. strictly out of love, didn't even realize it. And that mm. mic drop moment was like, holy shit, I didn't know you were putting up with that because you love yeah. me. I thought it was yeah. easy for you to do. And, and the partner's like, no, it actually takes effort for me. And I do it every day. And there was something that was like, whoa, that's love. So sometimes like if you realize like what your partner is actually putting up within you, like, yeah, totally hate the socks that you leave this, that, and the other totally hate the fact that we have to do this several times before we do that. But I put up with it because I love you. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Wow. There is that, isn't there? Because we don't, we don't sit there and examine the things that we're doing and the impact <laughs> totally that we're not. having on other people. It goes back to that hot topic. Totally. You know, we don't go into a into a marriage thinking what sort of things might I do that are going to um, upset <laughs> what, this relationship. What will people have marriage. to put up with? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and it's been it's the same thing. You're right because, and all, and that brings us perspective because then we know actually we're human beings too and we do and say and act in a way that is is going to trigger and annoy somebody else but what is it that I'm doing in that situation and we see it's possible to you know suck it up and just accept yeah because we see our partner we don't we realize our partner's been doing that yeah yeah Yeah. I should say with your son like at some point in time there might be a future partner who comes up to you and is like what's up with the not shutting the cupboard door? Like what's what, why couldn't you have locked that down? Why did you allow that you know, one to keep? You know, I'm a big believer that kids grow out of, of things that are annoying, just yeah. annoying. Like yeah. I genuinely think as, as adults, we're not going to be around there leaving cupboard doors open forever because at some point it'll be addressed. Yeah, um, somebody so will. Kind of, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, I yeah. just, so you're right. Yeah, somebody might come up and, and have a word one day and I'm just like oh well yeah because <laughs> quite frankly um and, and it's not that these things do go completely unchecked there are conversations like mm-hmm. you know the fairies aren't responsible for shutting all of the cupboard doors is yeah. normally a good one mm-hmm. um, which means I've turned into my mother yeah. um, <laughs> yeah. but it's about yeah. how important is it at that moment in time generally it's not that important mm. so there's a lot of things that yeah. I let slide but that's the same in my relationship as well. Because mm. it's not important. You're right. Like, where is the, where's the love? Where's the, um, the, the happiness? Just the, in the grand scheme of things, a lot of these things just aren't important. Um, mm. You know, my partner got some terrible news at the weekend, not about him, but about a friend. And everything else just seems insignificant. When we, t- we talked last week about mm. the things that are going on around the world and, so you really we do have to get some perspective, I think, in life about how how much do we love somebody enough to let some of the stuff slide mm-hmm. and where is the tipping point and let's get some real perspective on that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because who's to say I'm right and you're wrong and vice versa? Yeah, that's so true. Mm. It feels like a nice 
way to send us off into the week. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you for that, Sarah. Mm, thank you. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Another week. Another week into the uncertainty of the world. Yes, it is. It is indeed. So yeah. you are um, you're staying in New York for a bit? You're off soon? No, I come back to Toronto tonight. Oh. Several hours. Well, safe, safe travels. Thank you. Did you fly yeah. or did you drive? I flew this time. It yeah. was okay. awesome. <laughs> it was, was awesome. Say. It's like an hour and a half as opposed to nine hours. It's a big difference. Yes, that's a yeah. lot quicker. <laughs> yeah, it's just a, thankfully a different time in the pandemic. So I feel that's yeah it's, it's a it's a good luxury to be able to fly for me yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah well this time next week no not this time next week this time in two weeks i'll be getting ready to fly off somewhere the next day <gasps> actually that night are you going to leeds no i'm not i've booked a little mini break to cyprus <gasps> beautiful oh my gosh that's awesome yeah. oh so we've got four days of sunshine um oh. and a couple of because of the flights to Jersey, then uh, often you have to do overnight stays in, in London, in Gatwick. So uh-huh. I've got a couple of overnight stays and um, yeah. Oh, and then four days wow. of hopefully, fingers crossed, sunshine. <gasps> yes, good, good for you. That's wonderful. So yeah, oh, I lovely. Ooh. Jetting off, cannot Jetting wait. Off. That's wonderful. Yeah. Oh, lovely. Okay, perfect stuff to look forward to. Yeah. Yes, nice. absolutely. Yeah. Very good. All right. All right, well, safe travels back. Um, and I shall yeah. see you same time next week. Same time next week. Okay, <laughs> till next time. Till next time. So that's it for another week of Geordie Lass and Doc Sass. We hope you've enjoyed listening as much as we've enjoyed chatting. Get in touch and share your questions for relationship remedies and any hot topics you want us to cover. If you need help navigating all things relationships, Anna and Sarah are available for one-on-one coaching support. Email info at geordielass.com. Please remember to like, share, subscribe if you've enjoyed listening. And if you've not, how on earth have you made it this far? I promise we'll try harder next time.